Kamenetsky Brothers, Brian Kamenetsky, Andy Kamenetsky, ESPN LA. Uh, we will be reacting to the Russell Athletic Bowl, uh, 877-710-ESPN. Your thoughts on what you just heard. I've got some very, very strong hot takes on Dana Holgerson. Or, well, and also uh, whether or not Ricks. Brad Kaya should stay at or school. Or go, yeah. I don't know who that is. Do not call with your takes on the Russell Athletic. Well, call if you want about other things. That's fine. Uh, we are, are bridging the gap, Andy, between uh, what you just heard, the something called the Russell Athletic Bowl, and USC Basketball. And that's at 740, and they are playing. By the way, quite a natural seg. Yeah, it is. It's Because you are probably at home going, what am I going to do between the Russell Athletic well, Bowl I just, I just meant, and USC Basketball? I meant basketball. more the Venn diagram between Miami Hurricane f- fans and USC Trojan basketball fans. More than you'd think. Yeah. More overlapping. But what, what am I going to do? What am I going to do with that hour and, you know, hour and t- 30 minutes? And now you know. Uh, it's us. So uh, who are they playing tonight? Anybody know? USC? Are they, they're still undefeated, though, aren't they? Adam, you know? No idea. Nope. Nobody knows. They're in Oregon. Good for them. <laughs> uh, so USC playing very well. Uh, they'll, they'll be playing Oregon at uh, in about an hour, hour and a half. So uh, we'll be taking you right up to there. Andy, <laughs> all about that. <laughs> do not. do. Oh, or Corvallis. Those are your choices. So uh, USC, Oregon State. Don't call about that either. We don't have a lot of, of thoughts on USC basketball. No hot takes. The uh, Lakers, Andy, last night lost uh, a very tough game to Utah. We'll get to that. Talk a little bit about some free agents that they brought in and a potential future Laker that was on the floor last night. But the big news, obviously, from yesterday in the NBA really was the breakup of Jim and uh, Jeannie Buss and Phil Jackson. And it seems strange to think about, like, you know, somebody's engagement ending, which is what happened, as big NBA news. But this isn't just big Lakers news. This is actual NBA news. It has, like, ramifications for things in the league. Oh, yeah. I mean, the ramifications from this, I mean, beyond, obviously, the emotions that Jeannie and Phil are going through right now. And I mean, this is a long-time relationship. This goes back to 1999. Right, you forget how long, because the, we all kind of focus on the engage, they're engaged now, and wait, Phil went to New York, and this and that, whatever. You forget that they've been together. This is about a 17-year For about 15, 16, 17 years. So, I mean, right. obviously, there, there's a lot that both of them are going through, and, and Jeannie expressed as much in, in her tweet after Phil Jackson announced that they had broken up over uh, Twitter. Uh, Jeannie chimed in saying that, you know, she will love Phil. She'll always love him. But at the same time, right now, she's focusing so much on the Lakers. It really isn't fair to Phil or the team to try to divide them up. And obviously, the, the Lakers are not something that she's going to walk away that attention. Right. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and question the dynamics of the relationship. I'm stopping to, I, I'm too focused on the team. It's real. Anybody who's ever anybody, but but anybody who has ever been in a relationship knows that when you never get a chance to see the person that you are in the relationship with, whether you're dating, whether you're engaged, whether you're married, whatever, it really doesn't work. And Phil has been in New York, and Jeannie is here, and apparently Phil spends a lot of the off season in Montana. Uh, You know, but they're not together very much. That puts a strain on a relationship. I'm sure the you know that both of them are very intensely focused on their work doesn't help but I mean 
you know, it's to me it feels like this was just not going. This wasn't going to work if Jeannie was had it some other if she was an entertainment mogul who couldn't travel to New York all the time either for whatever reason and. And, and that it's just the, the distance here is going to make this hard. The, the distance would have made it hard, but specifically the distance combined with them being in an industry, the same industry, where they're literally not allowed to talk about work ever, ever, ever because of concerns about tampering. Like the NBA wrote up rules for them, right. and like they had to, if they ever got married, they would have to notify owners and stuff. But but what you were saying before about like if Jeannie had been an entertainment mogul, yeah, it would have been difficult living on the West Coast. But there are plenty of reasons that living that as an entertainment mogul, you end up in New York anyway. You, but the, you, you understand my point. Right, no, no. Let's but, just say she couldn't go. But right. I, I understand what you're getting at. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 the setup here created complications that that stem well beyond typical long distance relationship. Yeah, once they once they got engaged and once Phil took that gig. There was no way this was going to be able to work. You know, the NBA set up you know rules. Any any transact, can you imagine? Not that there's really anybody on the Knicks that a whole lot of people would want besides Porzingis, and I don't think Phil's going to trade him. Do you imagine how heavily scrutinized a deal between Phil's Knicks and Genie's Lakers would be, particularly if it seemed to really advantage one side no, or the could other. Ne- you could never I mean, do the equivalent of the Kwame for Pouch. Trade oh god no. With, with the Knicks and the Lakers. The Jerry and you know like Jerry West supposedly engineered despite the fact he wasn't working for Memphis anymore at that point. I mean the league would burn if something like that ever happened. You couldn't do it. No, absolutely not. I mean as much as I think basketball reasons hashtag never forget was David Stern overstepping his boundaries when it came to the Chris Paul deal, I would absolutely demand, really, even I'm even a Laker fan, I would demand that Adam Silver step in you can, just for you, the betterment you, of the league how do if you, they were that type of deal. You, they can sit there and say, yeah, we never talked about it, we never did this, and maybe they didn't, but it's like, you know, what did they, you know, there's obvious, there's, there is an obvious conflict of interest there with anything that the two, arguably the, the two of the most important franchises in the NBA, two of the three, or four, you know, it's like you just can't have it. But the the big questions now are what it means for the Lakers going forward, what it means for the whole gym thing this summer. And some people think it muddies the waters. Other people think it clears up the waters a little bit. We will explain to you what all this means for the Lakers coming up next. Brian Kamenetsky, Andy Kamenetsky, ESPN LA. ESPN LA, Brian Kamenetsky, Andy Kamenetsky, uh, here with you until 740, bringing you up to USC basketball, USC undefeated 13 and 0 against Oregon State tonight in Corvallis. So, uh, Pac 12 play apparently is beginning. Also, too, this show does not have a title. We don't have a name. And we'd like to have one. We don't, we don't want to go the Cause next. Cause it's not, we're not, are we technically Marcellus and Kelvin right now? We are no, no, no. We're not. We're no. At this least is until our own, seven o'clock. This is our own thing. Okay, no. So this is there. What we really need people to do is name from seven to seven forty. Whatever. Like right now but we're in, covering. In any, in any event, at Cam Brothers, hit us up with some suggestions. To for be fair, the that would be ESPN show. LA Rewind with Jeff Biggs. In that case, I can't take this away from Biggs. Oh, we're taking a Biggsy show. Oh no, no. No, uh, oh god, no. Don't tweet us anything. It's okay. fine. <laughs> Guess it's over. It's fine. Um so Phil and Jeannie are no more as a relationship. The they broke up. Presumably they broke up 
and then release the information on Twitter as opposed to Phil just releasing it on Twitter because that is a really jerky move otherwise. Um, but it's, it, you know, it's funny. I remember when this, when the engagement, you know, was announced and, and this was something that had been in the works for a while. They got engaged, I believe, in 2012. And then a couple years later, and, you know, most of the time for most people, two years later, you're already married after an engagement. Right, yeah. You know, mo- my two- wife, for example, was not going to wait. We we you know to set a date for two years right. You got engaged. You set a date. So two years two years later or so, give or take, rolls around. They still have not gotten married. They still have not set a a date. And Phil ends up taking this job with the Knicks. And my immediate reaction. It's <laughs> not a good sign. My immediate reaction, and this was I used to call it my evil, wildly unsourced, totally unfounded, wildly irresponsible theory is that Phil is taking this job because he doesn't want to get married. Some people will do a lot to avoid walking down and, the and aisle. I, and I hate putting it so glib, you know, right after they've broken up. And I know that this, that this is going to be painful for both of them. But, but, but the reality is nobody who is serious about getting married, like truly serious about the prospect, takes a job that they don't actually need at almost age 70 that takes you across the country, like as yeah. far as you can be from your right. fiance for a job that you can't. That's going to create massive complications for your relationship. Right, massive complica- uh, complications um, in the industry that you work in. Complications for what you are literally allowed to talk about. Unlike basically any spouse or you know wife, girlfriend, you can't talk you about can't work. Talk about work, and they they both knew this. When Phil took this job, and maybe they thought they could get around it, but the reality is, nah. you're not serious about getting married if you take this job. And I, and I, and well, I look, feel they, bad did, they dated it. a long time. I and mean, Ramona Shelburne wrote about it today, um, you know, for ESPN LA. Uh, that part of the, it seemed to imply at least part of the reason that Phil, you know, asked Jeannie to marry him was because it would be was very pleasing to Doctor Buss, yes. who was sick at the time. Um, but it, 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 it probably, I think, I think given how persistent this story is, I don't want to say for sure, Andy, but I, I think this probably puts an end to the, Hey, is Phil coming back? Talk like, I think I, at the very least, because now it's, now it would be awkward. It, don't you well, think it'd be a little awkward? Well, here's the thing that broke up the engagement. And now, unless maybe it makes it easier well, to I was going to say, but... it depends on how you look at it. I mean, on, on one hand, this does seem to be something that would create a very difficult and awkward working environment between Phil and Jeannie, who had been together you know, 16 well, but, years, and, right. give or take. All of a sudden, they've broken up in very public fashion. That seems to be something that would create a very awkward working dynamic. The flip side of it, though, is that if you were concerned at all, about conflict of interest when it came to Phil theoretically running basketball operations and being romantically involved. Conflict of interest in the sense of it's a bad idea for the Lakers because you can't fire him or be just because there wouldn't be any conflict of interest anymore. There would be because you 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 might believe that you can't that you can't fire him. That Jeannie would be reluctant to ever get rid of conflict Phil. within the Lakers right, organization. Within the, within That's what the I'm or- at. Yeah. Yes, within the organization, there could be conflict of interest about whether or not Jeannie would actually ever fire Phil if it turned out Phil was doing a bad job. There would be conflict of interest in the sense that Jeannie is 
she's the highest person in right. the Right. No, it's it's here. obvious. I mean, yeah, obviously. I know that if I were one of the bu- one of the other buses that co-own this team, I would not have been comfortable with that setup. Of course, I not. Yeah, me neither. It was one of the reasons I thought bringing Phil back was a really terrible idea. Right, so, but, but I mean, by but all I'm just saying, but, it, there there may be some who might feel like, okay, well, once that's been eliminated, that conflict of interest issue goes away. All right, so that theoretically makes Phil more appealing, I guess. If you're interested in bringing Phil back, I'm still not interested if you, in bringing if Phil you back. Be, if you believed, I'm I'm not interested. Well, because in you know the 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 I would say the the. Uh, common wisdom here is that phil's now officially not going to come he's made it very clear he plans to stay in new york yes. for the full five years sure and if that's the case then you know you don't you, you break up if i mean if if he really thought he might come back in, the, in you know next year he probably wouldn't have broke they probably wouldn't have broken it off probably so this seems to indicate phil's going to stay in new york for the full five years which means the lakers have a choice to make one way or another andy the the Jim Buss timeline expires at the end of this year. I don't think they're going to make the Western Conference Finals, so they're not going to clear the bar that Jim set. They're not going to make the playoffs, so they can't do that. Either way, however you do this now, whether Jeannie decides that Jim and Mitch have made enough progress, which is basically what Jim's been saying like you know, this week. you know, I forget who wrote the story. It was uh, Bill, Orr Bill Orr with the uh, OC Register. Jim's pretty much put it out there. I think we're making progress. It would be stupid to change at this point. He's not going to leave. Let's assume the Lakers continue playing like they have been, finish with 26, 27, 30 wins, 30, whatever it might be. He's Jim is going to look at it at the end of the year and say, look, we went from 17 to 31. We've got these draft picks that are all panning out. He's not going to leave. So either way, Jeannie is going to have to make a decision, and whatever decision she makes, she owns it. So Phil's not coming back, and Jeannie owns this either way. It's going to be really fascinating to see because Jim has made it clear he's not going to leave by himself. She's going to have to fire him. There is something, though, that comes from what I agree with you. I I think the counter argument I presented, where where the conflict of interest gets eliminated, because, right, that, because I, I, previous, I, didn't, I wasn't even no, I no, wouldn't no. even plan on getting into that because it's clear he's not coming back because he's staying in New right. York. Right, I was going to say I I have I my point was I agree with you. I think he's going to stay. I don't think he's coming back, regardless of whether or not Jim and Mitch get retained, or Genie Bus ends up making a pretty big decision overhauling the front office. There's something huge. For this organization that comes from simply knowing it's not going to be Phil. I agree with that. And I'll yeah. explain what it is coming yeah. up. ESPN LA. Kamenetsky Brothers, Brian Kamenetsky, Andy Kamenetsky, getting you uh, here until 740 when USC takes on Oregon State up in Corvallis, the undefeated 13-0 and USC basketball Trojans. Uh, so that's, again, coming up at 740. Uh, Andy, we're talking about the breakup of Jim and or Jeannie Bus and Phil Jackson and what that might mean for Jim Bus. It's pretty clear at this point Phil is is staying in New York. He's gonna he said it over and over again. I'm gonna do my five years there, which means at the end of this year, Jeannie Bus has a choice to make. It is an active decision one way or the other. She either is going to own Jim and Mitch coming back for next year and whatever comes after that, or she's going to own firing them and bringing in the new guys because Jim Buss made it pretty clear this week he's not going to leave by himself because he thinks 
they've made progress. And what what's interesting about it, though, is that Jim actually, I think, is correct. He is correct. He's is, absolutely correct. Whether or not that is he responsible for it, he's got to be responsible for but, something. But that, he's got to be responsible my, at least for the, some of it. That's the question. Right? Is and, he the and, right guy to lead it forward? Right. All yeah, those I was going to say whether whether or not he's the right guy to take them through the next two or three necessary steps could be debated. You could also argue that there is so much bad blood and water, you know, water that you can't put under the bridge between Jim water and over the bridge, water over the bridge, I guess. <laughs> I, know, I don't know whatever you sort of with backed yourself into a metaphorical corner there. Yes, I did. <laughs> you really yes, weren't I did. quite sure how to escape. But there, there's so much baggage at some point that maybe you wonder whether or not they can coexist. But either way, what I think is really... Do you, do you either... I mean, he's he's setting her up to have to make her sure. make the decision. Sure. I mean, and ultimately... I don't think that's a passive thing that Jim's no, doing. It's it's not. I agree with you. But I'm saying one way or another, I mean, right. she has to decide whether or not the baggage between them creates a, creates a situation where they really cannot work together or she simply does not want to work together. But either way, what I think is really good about the fill element being removed for the Lakers, is that one way or another, the Lakers actually move forward. Well, they're actually, no, but they, but they are. In I, sense I, that they're I, not yes, moving, but they're not moving I'll, yeah, backwards. In a second, yeah. They're not. They're not moving backwards. They're not looking to get the band back together, with the possible exception of Jerry West. Yes, there which is, is what I was about to say. There's nobody other than Jerry West who could possibly qualify as a get the band back together hire. And it it that's something that the Lakers. Jerry West is eighty years old too, and he's not taking. He's not going to take a full time job. And he's either. in a, he's in a good situation. Yes. And the Lakers desperately, desperately need to move forward as an organization. They've got the pieces in place right now with Luke Walton and with a young core of kids. They need to establish a new identity, and that was going to be so much harder to do. If they bring back, you can't. Phil. No, it's not so much hard to do. It's impossible to do if you bring sure. back Phil. It's it's that part of the reason I've been anti Phil's return, particularly in this capacity, where you know, New York is doing okay. You know, we'll see what the, you know what they've done. They've picked up a couple interesting pieces, and they did. You know, they they have Porzingis and whatever, but it's not like he's set the world on fire as an exec. We still don't know if he's really good at it or not. From a PR standpoint, he's shown the ability to step in it so to speak over and over and over again he's picked fights with Mello. he's picked fights with lebron james and lebron james's people which is monumentally stupid for anybody who is responsible for building up a franchise that's a terrible idea he seems stuck in the past in terms of of the triangle and and all of these things but i just that's the big the biggest reason one of the biggest reasons at least that i didn't want to bring it back is what you're talking about stop stop going backwards particularly when the Lakers, if this job comes open, you can get anyone. Yep. Anyone. Like we, we've been debating for the last week and a half or whatever about the Rams job. Is it a great job? Is it whatever? Is it you know, I think it's I think it's a job that almost, you know, you know, Kyle Shanahan, everybody in that level, they'll want this job. But is it a good enough job to say we're gonna spend our time on John Gruden? Probably not. You know, I don't think so. I don't think they're talented enough. I don't think the the owner is good enough. I don't think the Lakers' job, though, on the other hand, is premier. Anybody you will be able to get. Yeah. 
you know, assuming they're not under contract, and a lot of these people will try to get it because you have the best, you know, premier organization, an, an ownership group committed to winning, as evidenced by the fact that one owner fired the other owner. Who happens to who be have, related to each You have other. <laughs> a, a gajillion dollar TV contract, all the money in the world, a fan base that demands winning, an attractive place for free agents and traders. This job, you can get anyone. And that, to me, is the biggest reason, no disrespect to Jim, who, I, you know, they've drafted well. At the very least, they've drafted well. I don't like the dang signing was not a good idea. They've done some other things in terms of trades and things. Mixed record. But they've drafted pretty well. But Jim Buss is not the best basketball executive out there, and I'm not even sure Mitch is the best basketball executive out there at this point. They have the ability, just like they're building the new facility down near the old one and opening it up and, and have everything can be premier, top of the line, first class. That's what their money can get them now. It can't, you know, the salary cap restrictions do that. Everything else they can spend top dollar on. She has an opportunity to get the best executives in basketball here. But what I what I think is really interesting about the Lakers and the way they they've tended to do business over, you know, not just the last few years, but as an organization in general, they have a tendency to sell the past. That's something that they do a lot. We heard a lot about that in free agent meetings that they were trying to use the banner. And the laundry. I remember a certain press history. conference with Byron Scott where he was surrounded by Showtime Lakers. Right, and that's why people are still talking about Jerry West, Andy. Right, but he's the, eighty. But but the instincts to go after Phil, and there, there's no question that no matter no matter how I guess viable an option Phil was, or how much it was at the very least being internally debated by Jeannie, there's no question that this was something that was actually on the table, being thought about as an option, because otherwise it would have been put to rest. This was a this was a specter. It was never, hanging, she never killed it. Right. At the very this least, was a Phil's not coming hang, back. This was a specter hanging over the Lakers, and it is indicative of the way they've had this tendency to always yes. look back. And I will, and Phil, yeah. Phil not being an option may ultimately force them in another way to develop better habits There's as no an organization question. moving forward. And this is really important. The, I agree. The roster. This is the first year the roster has actually done that. They, you know, they 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 had Kobe this whole time. Kobe, particularly on a bad team, like Kobe was inherently backward looking. Like he just you, we spent last year and the year before kind of reminiscing about Kobe's glory years. He'd have a great game and we'd compare it to one of his. You know, oh my God, he looks like 2010 Kobe or whatever it might be. And he, you couldn't re, it was very difficult to really move forward while Kobe was still there. It wasn't impossible. It wasn't as hard as they it, made it. I was going to say, but they, they it made was, it more difficult. But than it was, be. but it was hard. And it, you know, the, the roster this year, they've finally done it. They, they've said we are going to rebuild. They've done all these other things. I, I, I don't think I've, it's, it's probably fortunate for Lakers fans that at this point they are truly out of get the band back together options. It is. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, I guess they could hire Ronnie Lester, who is out there. <laughs> I, don't I mean, you know, there's happen. somebody, somebody with connections to the team again, is out be, there. Beyond but the big names are gone. Beyond Jerry West, who I I would personally find it shocking to see him arrive. Between the situation oh, God, no. he'd be leaving and the idea that he would be taking over from his protege, from Mitch Kupchak. Well, taking over, he, they, he'd be running. I think in that scenario, Mitch probably stays. I, Got to the, the things. I guess things Mitch that line up stay. well. 
I guess Mitch, Mitch could theoretically stay. could stay. Maybe, maybe not. Ryan West works with the team. Sure. So son, you get a chance to work with. Yeah, I w- You know what though? I would be more excited as you know both somebody who covers this team and somebody who actually is a Laker fan. I would find it more exciting to see Ryan West just elevated. Just, just given that job, I don't that, know. If, I don't. I, I'll be honest I with you. I don't know if he's. I don't know if he's qualified either. Yeah. But w- between everything he's seen, being around basketball, and the fact that he happened to be raised by Jerry West, obviously, you know, the apple doesn't always land right next to the tree. And we've says, seen it. Says every Lakers fan who hates Jim Buss. Sure, sure. But you know, but at the same time, though. Ryan West, everything I hear about him is perfectly very competent. Yes, is very positive, and again, you get to sort of move forward in a way that could that could satisfy Lakers fans in the same way that I think Luke Walton, right. in a certain way, satisfies the people who like to look back while still allowing you to move forward the difference, as an organization. The difference between Ryan West and Luke Walton is that Luke Walton was sought after by the rest of the league. Like Luke, Luke Walton is by far. The best free agent, the most you know, premier, high end, hot free agent, buzzy free agent the Lakers have had in, in a long time. And if you know, I asked Mitch this question, like, did you fire Byron in part because you knew Luke would be gone? He said, yes, we did this because we wanted Luke Walton, and we knew that if we didn't get him, somebody else was going to get him. He wasn't going to be out. He wasn't going to be an assistant sure. for Golden State for very long. And I don't think that's true of Ryan West. Not be. So that's the, but that's the big difference, and yeah. so, you know, I the I, other thing with the other thing though with Jerry West is as much as maybe you could bring him back as like a consigliere of sorts, you need and, you need Bob Myers, you need the other guy. Well, you need the other guy, but also too the bringing back bringing back Jerry West is great in the sense that he's got an amazing basketball mind. He's great at evaluating talent. He is somebody that would make Laker fans very excited. There's a familiarity there. There's a comfort. There's a track record of success with the Lakers. But there's also a very big problem with Jerry West. Oh? I'll explain what it is coming back. Kamenetsky Brothers, Untitled Show, ESPN LA. (laughs) Kamenetsky Brothers, Brian Kamenetsky, Andy Kamenetsky, here until 740. USC basketball coming up. Uh, USC undefeated 13-0 against Oregon State up in Corvallis, the call in about 55 minutes. Uh, still got a fair amount of stuff to go over. Fun game last night. Not a great result, but an interesting an interesting game where the Lakers lose 102-100 to Utah. They've got Dallas tomorrow at Staples Center. Of course, call right here on ESPN LA. Uh, Travis Rogers and myself, we will be here at 6 uh, to get you ready for that one. But we're we're still talking about what the Lakers do next because Phil Jackson is not coming back. He's staying in New York. They've broken off the engagement. Phil and Jeannie have. That that thing's done. And regardless of what happens, Jeannie Buss is going to own the next set of decisions. She owns Jim coming back. She owns running Jim out of the building and bringing in new guys. And now that Phil seems to be out of the picture... People are back to talking about Jerry West. Yes, they are. Because Lakers fans, or at the very least Lakers media, has a hard time not doing that. Well, they have a hard time not doing it, but it's in part because they've watched the organization do so much looking back themselves. True. I mean, they've they've seen that natural instinct 
get displayed. So as much as as much as it's low hanging fruit for media, and there that is, is something impressive. that is something we love. It is, I think, yeah. reasonable low hanging fruit. But I mean, Jerry West at this point is is eighty years old. He's the only other guy left. Again, I, I made the joke about Ronnie Lester, but like. They've had Mitch has been here forever. Jerry West was the bridge from there, you know, from A to B. Pat Riley is not an option. The only guy you can kind of look at is Jerry West and say, well, maybe he can be kind of the consigliere to Ryan West or to somebody else that you bring in or whatever. I got to say, I'm not a big backward looking guy. I hate getting the band back together. I think the Lakers have been terrible about that over the last, particularly over the last half decade. If Jerry West wants to come work for your team in some capacity, the answer is probably yes. Some capacity, yes. Any capacity, for me, the answer is no. Well, he's not. He's not going to want to be. You know, he's not going to want to be a full time Mitch but, Kupchak. But, but he's, he's eighty t- years old, right? But that media speculation or the people bringing up Jerry West, a lot of them are thinking about him. Well, yeah, but in those that are, role, that's that's ridiculous. Well, it's ridiculous. Not just because it's unrealistic to ask somebody who's 80 years old to do that, but it's also a bad idea, to be honest, because it's kicking the can down the road. Like, this is something that you need you need to try to find in the same way you're hoping Luke Walton is the next coach of this team for 10, 15 years. Sure. You need to try to find, if Jim Buss is going to be replaced, you need to find a replacement that hopefully is that guy for the next 10 to 15 years that Jerry West was the first time around. But if you bring in Jerry West, I'm sorry, you're looking at like maybe five years But again, But you're not talking about nobody. nobody no, that, but it is, though. That no, does nobody, get, I nobody, is, no, nobody is realistically thinking that Jerry West is going to come in and be the... I can tell you, you know, right the, now, the, from being at the game yesterday, being in the building, talking with people afterwards... Just like, play I'm not like going a to full-on name on name. Like Daryl Morey. Like he's going to be your name guy. Names, but you're wrong. I'm just telling you. Actual right human now. beings yes. think that 80-year-old Jerry West is going to come back after... Or that the Lakers would pursue him for that gift for that at gift, the but, very but, least. But Jerry West, even if the Lakers would make the call, he's not going to do that. I didn't say he would do that. But People you still think to, this? I'm telling like you. Like actual human beings I am telling came you, up to you like this, with normally smart people. Yes. This came no. up. No. This came mm-hmm. up. And they thought like he would do it because he's the Lakers. I, they didn't. They didn't commit to whether or not that he would actually do it because the Lakers are not. I'm just saying in concept the idea of pursuing West for what is now Jim Buss's job. Yeah, that's that's not going to happen. It, but but if you can find, but I think it's a perfect match if you could find him to be like if you want to go get the next the you know team of executives you're putting together young up and coming sure. guys. And you as put, a concierge, as you put Jerry West to do what he's doing in Golden State Absolutely. with Bob Myers and those guys where you use him when you need him. He, he weighs in when he wants to. He's remarkably good at this stuff. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, he carries and, an enormous amount of weight. Now, that kind of role would be perfect. Absolutely. But I, but the, the, I just assume that's what people were talking no, about. No, but the, the inst- I guarantee there are certainly fans, but it will get floated by media as well, the idea of bringing back jerry west to be the stabilizing force you know to get the thing correctly back on track and then you go hire a new full-time gm in two or three years or something like that that would be the thought process no that's not how it would work um for anybody who thinks that's how it would work that's not how it's going to work it's not going to how it's going to work anyway but if in any scenario that's not how we do it but i do agree with you you want 
to build, you know, you want the next whoever right. this person is that replaces Jim Buss. If Jim Buss is in fact replaced, you need to be looking for a long term yes, solution. Absolutely. Again, I don't even care if you're talking about Jerry West. He's a bad idea for that job. Um, all right. So Luke Walton last night after the game admitted that he left his team unprepared for the final possession with 10 seconds left when the Lakers were trying to score a basket to tie or win in what was a 102-100 loss to Utah. I will tell you why that's not as bad a thing as you think. That's next. Brian Kamenetsky, Andy Kamenetsky, ESPN 11.